Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast with you on a Wednesday. Good to be with you. All right, so things are things are breaking, I think, pretty well for the Texans in the AFC South. Of course, they themselves went and... Got D'Amico Ryans last week, the best coaching candidate on the market. That That's the biggest thing. Um, but there were other things that happened in the division yesterday. Let's start with Tim Kelly. Remember Tim Kelly? Former I remember him. He former uh, tight ends coach under Bill O'Brien, promoted to yep. offensive coordinator. Uh, he was uh, a man who may have been the first in history, was elevated to offensive coordinator twice in two years with the same team. Yes. Remember, he was elevated to offensive coordinator and nobody believed that he was actually calling the plays. So the next year, they elevated him to offensive coordinator again. And yeah. the media acted like, hey, Tim, what's it like to be named offensive coordinator? <laughs> I was so disgusted with everybody. I was like, okay, you guys are you get whatever You know what? Whatever you get over the next three years, you all deserve it. Everybody. Yep. Right, everybody deserves for allowing this sham of a Tim Kelly elevation two years in a row. And That's then that. they kept him around another year because they thought he would be instrumental in keeping Deshaun Watson uh, – in the David Culley year, to, he was the OC. That didn't help. Um, here was Ian Rappaport yesterday on the Titans promoting Tim. Tim Kelly's been on the staff in Tennessee last season, promoting Tim Kelly to offensive coordinator. The Titans have done what they really have done for the last five or so years under Mike Vrabel, which is find a really good young head coach, promote from within, and then make him their offensive coordinator. They did it with Arthur Smith. They did it with Todd Downing. And now they did it with Tim Kelly, the former Houston Texans offensive coordinator under Bill O'Brien, was really on an incredible trajectory when he was with, with the Houston Texans and really became a favorite of Deshaun Watson, helped Watson develop as he did, ended up leaving there, went to Tennessee, did a really good job there. Now, among several coaches with new roles, including Charles London, who comes in as the quarterback's coach, Tim Kelly fills a key offensive coordinator opening for the Tennessee Titans. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm happy for Tim Kelly. He always seemed like a really good guy. I'm, I'm happy for him. And, and to be fair to Tim Kelly, um, he got more out of Deshaun Watson once Bill O'Brien was fired than Bill O'Brien ever got out of Deshaun Watson. Well, and, he, and he also, you know, had people wondering where Davis Mills was exactly. Yeah. If anything, I mean, Pep Hamilton deserves credit for this elevation of Tim Kelly, too. It's a great point. Uh, yeah. If Pep Hamilton had come in and crushed it, then people would be looking at Tim Kelly like, hey, whatever, anybody can coach Davis Mills. Where now they're like, oh, wow, he actually did something with that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's see what we can do. Yep. 
Um, Charles you, London, if that sounds familiar, he was the running backs coach in Houston for several Okay, seasons, okay, so, it yeah. did sound familiar. Okay, that's that's where I've heard that name. Yeah. Um, what did you? He, he he got he was in the very first crop of Bill O'Brien coaches. Okay. Um, and I think he was here. He was here through 2017, so he was here through Deshaun Watson's okay. rookie season. Okay, yeah. so he's got ties to Tim because Tim Kelly was here the whole time. Bill O'Brien was here, so they've got ties. Yeah. Um. What did you think of Ian Rappaport's categorization of Tim Kelly's career trajectory as an incredible, an incredible, trajectory. incredible yeah. trajectory that he was on when he was the OC here? I'll refer back to what I said about 97 seconds ago, which yeah. was it was an odd trajectory. It was one in which it seemed like O'Brien on the offensive side of the ball liked to have his guys and he liked to have them under his thumb. So this is, if anything, a little bit of a, a Cinderella story, perhaps, where Tim Kelly wasn't allowed out to the ball for years. And, you know, maybe his, his stepmother, Bill O'Brien, was telling him he was just an ugly sow and no man would ever want him. Where now, now he realizes, oh, my gosh, somebody does want me. Yeah. And it's Mike Vrabel, the homecoming king. Yep. So uh, this is a pretty good, pretty big moment, pretty big moment for Tim Kelly. I, I got I to gotta be honest. If someone had told me that after he got let go from the Texans, Tim Kelly would be – the OC for another NFL team yeah. uh, within a year, I would have taken the over on that. <laughs> He's back I, to being an OC. Good for him. Well, I, don't, I think with Kelly, it, there was always a little bit of a wild card element because he had only grown up under Bill O'Brien. He was a GA or something at the college level for a year or two, yeah. and then he got picked by Bill O'Brien, and he went and he was with him at Penn State. But, you know, he didn't really know any different than Bill O'Brien. And that's not always the best thing, it, especially since Bill O'Brien in the NFL, uh, you know, except when he's had Tom Brady, has never actually had a good offense. Right. Never had a genuinely good offense with the Texans while he was here. So I think that Tim Kelly maybe with some time away from Bill O'Brien and, you know, doing it on his own for that one year, maybe learned a few things. And you never know. Like, I'm not taking it lightly that, oh, Tim Kelly's the offensive coordinator in Tennessee. Yeah. I think that he might he – might, They've learned a thing or two in the last few years, as well as like we like you said, he he did a pretty good job with Deshaun Watson as a passer. I'm intrigued that they made Charles London the passing game coordinator. If anything, I would like to see Tim Kelly with a run game coordinator because that was another thing that you know between Bill O'Brien and Tim Kelly, they never seemed to know what the hell they were doing and actually putting together a credible run game. Well, and now they they, get... they would do it by volume. Yeah, at times they would be in the top ten or top five at times in rushing, but it was always just because they just they just kept throwing running backs at the line of scrimmage well, like they were trying to break down a wall or something. Maybe Derrick Henry rushes for three thousand yards this year. Then oh, dude, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. got Derrick Henry has his running back now he's got it yeah that'd be tough coming in as a offensive coordinator knowing that the health of the running back is pretty much your entire season it, it is gonna, it is and yet uh, a couple of years ago when henry went out they did a pretty decent job with deontay foreman back there um, they, they did except that it wasn't it those guys didn't have the same effect on the defense sure that derrick henry, yeah, it's does. Derrick henry. I think those guys those individual running backs put in good performances yeah. But there's not the same shock and awe factor that you have with Derrick. No, of you watch not. when the Texans tried to tackle Derrick Henry. I mean, it looked like yeah. they looked like uh, they looked like little. Uh, it was like a movie or something. Yeah. Like where a superhero is running through, uh, running through yes. a crowd, and people are just bouncing off of him. Right. No. Keyword trying. No, I get it <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Um, as far as other news in the division goes, Jim Irsay tweeted yesterday, yesterday afternoon, because people are getting impatient. I, I, I guess people are getting impatient with Indianapolis. That they haven't found a new head coach yet? Don't know. We People found India, ours. Whenever they, whenever they lift themselves out of the whatever hay trough they're feeding themselves from, yeah. 
Talk about some sows, those Indianans. Uh, yeah, then they, uh, they, they, they remember that they have a football team and they get worried about it. Here's the owner, Jim Irsay. This is his tweet yesterday. We said as an organization, okay, and he puts in parentheses Colts. Like we didn't know who he was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> like, owned three other teams. I'm not talking about. He wasn't talking about like the the LLC holding company. I he guess has on the not. Side I guess for his not. rental properties or something. Let, yeah, let me okay. start over. So, yeah. Which organization, Jim? Right, oh, the Colts. Right. Okay. We said I like how he kept us in suspense until he until he let us know it was the Colts. as an organization Colts. The coaching search would be a would be a open-minded and a thorough process. And the final decision would be strictly based on what is best for our franchise's success and best for our fans of Colts Nation. Football emoji thumbs up. Final decision coming in days, not hours. <laughs> telling everybody the to quartile of winners were in the top quartile of that upper quartile. Right. He's telling everybody to stand the hell down. We're going to find a coach on our on our time frame. Dude, I got to I got to tell you honestly, we got to do something about the billionaires in this country. It's I I mean, we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers a little bit later, and it's tough because I actually can appreciate and I think like it's I think it's kind of cool what a lot of the stuff that Aaron Rodgers is doing going on this you know, spiritual or whatever journey into his own mind or whatever he's doing. I think a lot of people should do that. I don't think that billionaires should be doing it um, because there's something that breaks down to where all of a sudden they they take these experiences and they turn it into like, I'm the king of the world and I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And I think Ursay and uh, Aaron Rodgers are both in that category. Oh. It's too much, too much, uh, too much mindfulness with too much money, and that's where they are. Well, it, it might be different. I think Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers is on a journey, whereas Jim Irsay is um, is stuck in a journey. Yep, somewhere. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the, this is I'll, I'll say this in defense of Jim Irsay. Okay, Sean. okay. I, I know a lot of people made a big deal about his twelve-hour interviews that he had with coaches. Mm-hmm. Like, are, are we not gonna? Are we just gonna pretend like Mike McCarthy spending the night at? at Jerry Jones' house was a normal thing to do on a job interview. He spent the night at his house. He did? put on his silk jammies. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know Remember this. Well, he was lying about what, how much film he had watched. Think about this if you're a Cowboys fan. Just think about how this works. Jerry Jones has Mike McCarthy at his house. Mike McCarthy's probably in his jammies, getting a good night hot cocoa. Jerry doesn't even make him brush his teeth afterwards. Son of a bitch. Um, and. And meanwhile, in all that time, Mike McCarthy is feeding Jerry Jones lies about how much film he's watched and everything. And Jerry Jones never figures it out. It's a a weird... Do you think Mike McCarthy was laying in bed at Jerry Jones' house and Jerry Jones, like, poked his head in just to check and see if everything was okay before he went to bed? And McCarthy is laying in bed watching something on his phone... And Jerry's yeah. like, so what are you watching? What, what what are you what are you watching there? And it's like film, of course. And he's like, you know, when in he's watching. Fact, it was a cartoon. Yeah, he's watching like YouTube's of people falling down on the sidewalk yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Meanwhile, TikTok. Jerry's like, hey, there's gonna there's gonna be some noise downstairs. Don't let it alarm you, young fellow. They go down to his weird eyes wide shut party and just yeah. Mike McCarthy comes down for a glass of water in the middle of the night, and Jerry Jones and all of his weird buddies are yeah. wearing like a masquerade ball yes, masks yes, and everything. Yeah. There's, there's six, some. Six Six naked octogenarians wearing blindfolds. Yes. Some local farm boys being sacrificed up on an altar. 
Dana Pendergast with you. <laughs> Don't worry, son. Your family will be rewarded with 50 pounds sterling. Right, right. And season tickets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Obstructed view during the playoffs. Dana Pendergast with you on a Wednesday. Um, one of the things D'Amico Ryan said he really liked about this job was the young core. And I'm assuming he's referring in large part to the rookie class from last year. One way you can tell how good a rookie class was, redraft. 2022 redraft. How did the Texans do in the redraft? How well looked at are their prospects from last year? We will go through that next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 